0: Welcome to MLB.com Extras. I'm Danny Wexelman with AJ Castavel, who covers the Padres for MLB.com. And AJ, as we are recording this podcast, in less than a week, you will be in Arizona. I don't know if the weather can beat anything in San Diego ever, uh, but it's definitely going to be warm in Arizona and sunshiny, so I'm sure you can appreciate that, right?
1: I can appreciate it. Spring training, even even if... Even if I'm in San Diego, where the weather's always nice, there's still something about being at spring training where it it feels like the start of the end of winter and the start of spring.
0: Yeah, kind of like the sun is, is, you can tell, burning your skin, but you don't mind because it means that new things are coming. Exactly. (laughs) All right, so uh, around the horns, uh, you guys have been writing about these all off-season, so why stop now? We're going to focus on the rotation, and last week I asked you – who was most likely to be the opening day starter? And I don't think that was really an easy question. Um, and it's not just for you, I think it's just in general with the Padres right now. And I think what you said to me was that they may not even be on the team right now. Yeah. They, so,
1: yeah. Yeah.
0: When, yeah. Just when we look at those starting five, we don't even know if the opening day guy is on the team. How does the rest of that rotation stack up?
1: It's a great question because you kind of need the the first guy to, to line up the rest of the guys. I, I think they're still actively searching for starting pitching, but if nothing lines up, it is possible that this is the rotation that the Padres go into the season with, and it's a pretty inexperienced one. I don't think there's a single guy on that staff that has – uh more than one full season of big league starting pitching experience so you got joey La- uh, joey lucchese and eric lauer as you two kind of the guys you pencil into the rotation i don't think you pencil them into the top because i think maybe the padres might add someone but but they're in it and then there's three spots up for grabs and those three spots could really go to anyone uh there's there's a number of different names in the mix i think some of the interesting ones are probably the prospects cal quantrill logan allen um, the longer we get into the offseason without the Padres having added a starting pitcher, the uh, the more likely it is that that one of them gets a chance on the opening day roster. I think everyone kind of thinks that 2019 is the season where where some of these young guys get a chance to start to prove themselves in the major leagues. But it, it could happen right away. It could happen right off the bat because those those last three spots in the rotation I think are still unfilled. Uh, Robbie Erland's a guy who who could probably slot in. And one when of those. you look
0: at the depth chart, Matt Strom.
1: I think uh, he, he makes some sense too, depending on whether he can handle the workload, but it's really, it's it's really wide open after those first two guys.
0: Yeah. Okay. So, so you dipped in, if, if you go to the Padres depth chart right now, Strom's listed under the bullpen, but that doesn't mean that that's necessarily where he'll start the season or end the season either way. What about a guy who maybe we're not thinking about um, that is kind of maybe on the edge of, of breaking camp with the team uh, somewhere in, the bullpen or the rotation is that possible
1: yeah i I think well in in strom's case he's he's probably a guy that that could slide under the radar as an interesting rotation piece just because he's uh his stuff is is so good and he does it with three different pitches and he does kind of all the things you'd want to see from a starter but we just don't know if he has the capacity to start because he hasn't really done it at the major league level we don't know if he's if he's if he can handle that workload and it's been made pretty clear to me that if he is a starter this season Uh, he's not going to be a 200 inning guy. He's, he's probably going to be limited. He's probably every now and then going to either miss, skip a start or be moved to the bullpen sporadically so that the Padres can make the most out of him because he's coming off knee surgery in 2016 that I think, I don't want to say it hindered him last year because he had a really good season last year, uh, numbers wise, but it it didn't allow him to pitch as often or as, or as long as, as he would have liked or as the Padres would have liked. So he, to me is that guy who could, he's, he's, he's got a spot on the opening day roster, but he could surprise some people in terms of just how, just where he fits in. uh, If he is that, that kind of that maybe number five starter, or even the way the Padres use him could get, they could get creative in that this year. He could, he he could start some games and go three innings and then they make it a bullpen day after that, even, and maybe rotate that with, with five, six inning starts, if they can get that out of him. Um, They like his stuff enough to to say, all right, we want to see what you can do as a starter. And if it doesn't work out, He's he's a really good relief weapon left-handed relief weapon
0: AJ, I have a feeling that you enjoy, and I, I say this not jokingly or sarcastically, because I I am the exact same. That you're going to enjoy kind of watching these bullpens take place, bullpens that maybe you normally wouldn't be watching during the regular season, but just kind of easing your way back into the season. And you're going to get to see these guys throwing, uh, you know, in less than a week. Are you looking forward to that?
1: Very much so, and especially because so many of these guys I haven't really. it's such an inexperienced group that it's not like they've been around forever. We don't know what to expect with a lot of them. Like I know, even Joey Lucchese, who we watched all last season, making the jump from after his first year into his second year—that that's something worth watching because now he has a year of big league experience. And I know, I, I know, earlier this offseason he was talking about adding a cutter to the mix, maybe, and maybe expanding his repertoire. You got to see what kind of adjustments these young guys make. And then on top of the guys like like Lucchese and Lauer, who we kind of know what to expect because we've seen them, you have guys like like Matt Strom, who who hasn't been in a rotation and maybe he has to make adjustments. And then you have prospects like Logan Allen and Chris Paddock, who uh, I've watched them pitch on online, but I've only seen ever seen them throw a few bullpens in, in minor league camp in the past. And there's, they're they're in theory, critical pieces of this team going forward. So uh, maybe more so than with other teams, who's, who's starting pitching and maybe pitching staffs, you know, exactly what's coming. I think the Padres are probably a little more interesting uh, I mean you can only glean so much from from a February bullpen session but it's just that there, there's there's things that I don't know the answers to yet that I might be that we might be finding out in February so yeah I you could qualify me as excited to watch some of these guys
0: <laughs> awesome awesome I'm really looking forward to next week when we get to chat about everything you're seeing I think I'll probably just say hi to start the podcast and then let you go and just talk about everything that that you're getting a chance to soak in there Um the other thing that, of course, we have to talk about is Bryce Harper because the Padres are still uh, in conversations with him. They had a meeting with him. Did you hear anything about that meeting?
1: Uh, just that it happened. I, I can't. I, I don't know much. The Padres are being very tight lipped on the whole situation, which which is understandable. Um, I, I don't know whether I don't know what to glean from that. I don't know whether it means they're they're actively pushing for him or the meeting went really well or whatnot. But uh, I, I, I can say that their interest in him was, and it very well could remain very real. so uh, I, I don't know what I don't know what to make of of what came out of the meeting, but the fact that they met means they're at least interested in him and 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 they've discussed kind of what it would mean if Bryce Harper were to become a part of the twenty five man roster.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's a huge deal. And the fact that he's still out on the table, as well as Manny Machado, JT Real Muto um, is, is still out there as well, not being a free agent, but just out there in trade talks. I mean, these are huge guys. You've got Dallas Keuchel, you've got um, Craig Kimbrell, big, big names still out there um, on the market and nothing, nothing is really moving. Do you think that, like on a on a scale of 1 to 100, 100 being the most realistic, that where do you where do you put Bryce going to the Padres right today?
1: Oh, not not very high. Uh, I, there's a lot of teams that are going to be competing for him and and some that that might be willing to dip into their resources a little more and have more resources in the first place. So I would put it at uh, let's, I'll say 10%, but that is, that is higher than I would have put it in December or November or October. So, uh, it's not nothing, but wh- I, it, it, the Padres have been pretty quiet in the whole situation. I, obviously Bryce Harper would be a huge, a huge boon to the offense, to the, to, to, to the team as a whole, to the mm-hmm. marketing department. But, uh, um, <laughs> he's, he's just such a, he's just such a megastar, but there there's, he, the Padres aren't the only team interested in, And he'll have a few different suitors to choose from.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, the ball is definitely in his court. There's no question about that, especially maybe even more so Scott Boris's court than Bryce Harper's court. Um, But I I love, I think it's interesting, it's intriguing, and it's a great storyline. The Padres aren't afraid to add an outfielder despite the amount of guys that they've already got. We've talked about that. Uh, ad nauseum this this offseason as far as um, that situation goes but they're not afraid it sounds like to pick up another outfielder and and figure out the rest you don't pass up on a guy like Bryce Harper so um you know I guess AJ I mean okay let's do this let's do one more do you think that Bryce Harper is going to sign before position players report to spring training
1: I would think so I know Eric Hosmer last year signed on the he he signed the day before everyone reported and then he reported with everyone and his introductory press conference was the uh was the same day as the first workout so he finished the press conference and then ran to the clubhouse and and started the first workout with the team so uh we could be looking at one of those situations again i don't know uh i i would if i had to guess i would say it probably cuz pitchers and catchers report next week but position players don't report till the 18th i believe the first full squad workouts the 19th i think bryce harper signs before then
0: okay all right anything else aj that that we need to talk about before i send you off to spring training
1: um i don't think so i think there's 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 a few things we're going to get some clarity on probably pretty soon and that's that's who's playing where in the infield and what the Padres are doing at third base. Uh, I, I if I had to guess and and this isn't this isn't coming directly from any of my sources, I think we'll I think once Manny Machado makes his decision where he's going, that's when some other dominoes will fall and that's when the Padres might be might be prone to make a move for a third baseman. So I, to me that's that's the next question on the agenda. That's it, it's not as big and as interesting as as Machado and Harper, but what is if if those guys aren't there, then what what the heck do you do at third base, and how do you fill out that that starting lineup?
0: Okay, all right, well, let the excitement begin because the next time you and I get to talk, it will be all spring training for the next couple of weeks, seven weeks, and then the season will be here. so I'm excited a j and I think we made it through the off season. we survived it. Um, please send some sunshine my way, um, and if you have been living under a rock for the past couple of months, Padres.com, to catch up on everything that's been going on, especially these conversations that are happening with Bryce Harper. That's the juiciest uh, stuff going on right now in baseball, I would say. So, AJ, I appreciate your time and knowledge as always.
1: Yeah, thanks. I'm I'm excited for the season. I'm excited to have things to talk about that are actually happening on a baseball field.
0: That's right. That's right. We will bring you the latest and greatest next week, so make sure to tune in. I'm Daniel Wexelman with AJ Casavell. Talk to you guys next week.